1: Welcome to There's No Place Like Terra a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie, and
0: I am Grace and
1: holy cow, it's been a long time. <laughs> okay, so here is what happened. Yeah, so we many were happen. going to last weekend record the next episode, which I can't even remember the name of the next episode because yeah. I still have a little bit of brain fog. It's and then and then, what happened was, is a couple days before we were going to record... We got hit. The plague descended down upon and both our houses. We got hit hard
0: by the plague. We got hit hard by the... Do you mind if I say? Yep. The plague? Yeah. So we managed for four years... Almost four years. To not get COVID. Yep. And then suddenly... We went down like dominoes. I think I was the first one, yep. and then it was bartender Nick, and then it was husband Jesse. Yep, and, and then, then I
1: was the last.
0: Yeah, we we'll last hold down. Like, like the people trying to hold up that flag <laughs> in Iwo Jima, Happy yeah. Veterans Day.
1: Uh, it was, <laughs> we went hard. I don't think I existed on this plane of existence no, for about two and a half days. It
0: was fucking rough, guys. This thing is still real. We're all, I think it's fair to say, we're all vaccinated. Sure, our boosters could probably stand to be back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this thing is still a
1: beast. Yes. Um, So we also, because we spent the week recovering, we didn't quite get all the notes done for the next episode. So what we're doing today, and I apologize if I cough. Yeah. What we're doing today is, you know how I promised... That we talk about Ahsoka.
0: What? Wait, you like Ahsoka?
1: Guys, we're gonna talk about Ahsoka. We're gonna do a little tangy cast. We're gonna do a little Tanji cast for today about because my, we miss y'all. my biggest Star Wars love. Yes, I do love someone more than Obi-Wan in Star Wars. Just barely. Just barely. And it's Ahsoka Tano. Oh <coughs> uh,
0: yes. Um, I'm here for this. I have been waiting to do this with you. I don't think that I could have gotten as into Ahsoka if you were not my best friend. No,
1: because I remember it was maybe two months before the series started. Yeah. Is when you're like, I have some time. What's the most important Ahsoka? And so I sat you down and we watched. We literally
0: took an evening. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it was like, I remember what happened. The boys were like, We're going to have a boys' night and yes, we're going go to go to a magic, magic tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like this is our time so we sat and we watched the arc if yep. you will the
1: final final arc in clone wars yeah which is the ahsoka arc uh that happens at the end of the seventh season that happens to take place at the same time as episode three it involves order 66 it involves ahsoka it involves maul it involves rex it is a good time everyone
0: it was like oh my interest is piqued.
1: Yes. I could do this. Well, I didn't. We. I spayed fairly um, spoiler free before Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, I did not know. By the way, we're gonna spoil the shit out of the Ahsoka but, series. Yep, yeah,
0: we watched... Yeah. So,
1: if you haven't seen the Ahsoka series, and come like back next week. And, like, season one of The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just come back later, because yeah. I'm just gonna talk all about it, so we're all gonna talk all about it.
0: Yeah, and probably a little bit spoilers if you haven't watched enough of Rebels to yes. understand what led up to Ahsoka as yes. well. Because uh-huh. all that's gonna get spoiled, too, I think.
1: But I will say, if you... Have seen the Ahsoka series, like, how much are you gonna spoil it? Rebel oh, yeah, no, you
0: can't really, yeah. So. If you watch watched Ahsoka, you spoiled the Rebel series exactly. for
1: yourself, yeah. Um, anyway, I did not know Hayden Christian was gonna be here. Yeah. Um. We had a guess of the World Between Worlds based on the trailer. So I know you, I can't remember if I showed you World Between Worlds before you or did. after.
0: Well, we watched it, so, so that that's all that matters. Yes, we watched it. Yeah. Um, I think we watched it after because you're like, I think you need to know the significance
1: of yes. what this is. Okay. That's it may have been I explained it to you beforehand, but we didn't watch the episode until yeah. after. Yeah. Um, I really like the series. I have two caveats. Okay. With the series. I'm just going to get those out of the way now. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. So we can just go on with the love fest after that. Sure. Okay. One. This, uh, this series was eight episodes. Yeah. Season. I'm still hoping the season two. There's got to be a season two. The yeah. season was eight episodes. It should have been at least 10. Okay. Maybe 12. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you. And the reason why is the second half. They had to move so fast they were like and then you know what they did they did the thing when you're
0: writing on a sign yeah and your letters are really big and pretty and bubbly and then you're like oh shit i'm running out of room yes. cram everything into the end of the sign
1: yes that's exactly what they did yeah. like once they got to Paridia, yeah. it was like they were had to go a thousand miles an it hour. Was a, it, was a, it
0: was a Tarantino movie.
1: So we didn't get <laughs> some of the conversations that we really wanted. Yeah. We wanted the converse, more conversations between Ezra and Sabine. We yep. wanted a much bigger conversation between Sabine and Ahsoka, which we deserved.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think we're jumping around and maybe I should wait till we get to this part. But there was so much lead up to yes. things and then they just... Yes didn't,
1: which is why I think the first half of this the um do you want
0: to take them an episode at a time? How do you want to do it? or uh, you wanted to get through your two caveats
1: yeah the the the, the, the first caveat is just the timing. <gasps> oh, sure um time I th- compression, yeah, the time compression. I think the first five episodes mm-hmm. were decently paced, and yeah. then we should have had at least five after. Basically we needed yeah. more episodes with Ahsoka the White.
0: Yeah. I think I needed like a Chopper solo episode too. I mean that's a whole separate I needed thing. a Chopper lore episode. That's a
1: whole separate need.
0: Well i I'm learning that Chopper is my um what is it? My spirit animal? Uh,
1: like Chopper is your Patronus.
0: Yes. Chopper yes. is my Patronus. Chopper is your Patronus. Just this little angry warlord. Yes. <laughs>
1: Who openly, like, uh, openly is here for just bombing half a planet. But
0: also fiercely
1: loyal. Oh, fiercely loyal to one person and that person's child. That's it. <laughs>
0: Competent. Look,
1: <laughs> look, I've
0: never met something that reminded me more of my Stormy boy yes. in the sense of... Bite first, yes. ask questions later. Yes. I am here to defend a mommy. Yes. And that's kind of how I feel like Hera Chopper
1: That is. works. That is. <laughs> and therefore, uh Jason only because Right. An half, extension of Hera. <laughs> yes, half Hera. Um my other big issue is I think they did Sabine bad. Oh,
0: do you mean by the hair? No.
1: <laughs> I Listen, as yeah. a fan of purple hair, yes. that was yeah. not my issue. Yeah. No, I, I think part of the reason I feel this way might be because of the time compression. So we didn't get to understand fully some of Sabine's choices.
0: Yeah, I will say someone who didn't watch Rebels all the way through, yeah. didn't watch uh, much of the other series... Like this is truly my first introduction to Sabine yeah, she comes across um immature and petulant,
1: and she's um, far she's more not. yeah,
0: far more than I think she's meant to be
1: and I will go on later about what Sabine's connection with the force and sort of that type of training, which is I think a separate conversation I think they <coughs> took her a little. Too
0: far there, but... I like that I moved my face to cough and then move my <laughs> mic with my face like I'm an so idiot. I'm so sorry.
1: This is still a I'm sorry, recovery. y'all. Um, no, I think they're... Sabine made strong choices. And are they yeah. the choices I would have made in that moment? I don't know, because I wasn't in that moment. But I yeah. think... Part of that is missing that larger conversation between Sabine and Ahsoka for Sabine to explain why she made the choices that she did.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I'm, it's the choices themselves aren't the wrong part because they're so balanced to what Ahsoka would do. Yes. But it's the idea that we don't get to we're not given the time to learn to trust Sabine.
1: No, because even Ezra... Or trust
0: that she is knows who she is.
1: Even Ezra, I have a hunch would have been like, you realize I sacrificed myself to keep Thrawn out of For this the fucking galaxy. For this exact yeah. Why did you do this to let him back in? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Um... I'll
0: give you that, yeah.
1: So those are my two main quibbles. Yeah. Um... I think going into the
0: series, uh, like a noob, if you will, yes. I think as close to a noob as you can get with anything Star Wars, it just kind of permeates our yep. world. Um, I'd say that to me, it was definitely the compression of the episodes mm-hmm. uh, towards the end. There was a lot of setup in the early ones, and then it was like, no more, no more, you don't get any of that. Yeah. Um, and. S- I'm trusting that there's going to be a second season. There's, gotta there's a be lot with of
1: how they ended it.
0: A lot of things that were like pointed at that weren't yeah. resolved. Yeah. So I'd love to understand a little more there.
1: However, as we're going to start going through episode by episode, Yeah. Episode 5 Shadow Warrior is one of the greatest uh, almost hours of Star Wars to me. But we'll get there. Okay. Let's let's well let's <laughs> okay. um, without further ado. So episode one, part sorry, part one.
0: Part one.
1: Uh Master and Apprentice. Yes. I will say the fact that part one is Master and Apprentice, part two was Toil and Trouble. I really hope they continued that like and yeah. and, and, and part yeah. going through. Yeah. But they didn't.
0: So there was some really good ones. I will say, whoever designed these titles, um part eight, specific, the Jedi, the Witch and the Warlord. Oh my god, oh, it was so <laughs> good. Fucking, mwah, Chef's kiss. Anyway. Uh, when I
1: saw the title Fallen Jedi, I about shit myself. Yeah,
0: so. Yeah. Okay. So Master and Apprentice. So Master so. And
1: Apprentice. I want to start all of this. Obviously the star of, I, I know some other people were kind of complaining that this is called Ahsoka and there was so much of a focus on the rest of the rebel characters. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind that as much. Um, but Rosario Dawson is real good. <laughs> um. I loved the delicacy and the arc that she brought to Ahsoka.
0: So let's start, before we get too far into yep. it, right? Let's yep. bring it to, I'm going to approach this like the noobs that we are. Yes. That I am. Yes. Um, Let's just start with where we are, right? Where we are. Opening crawl. Yep, the evil galactic empire has fallen. The new republic has risen to take its place. However, yep. sinister agents are already at work. So now we know where we are in the
1: timeline. We're okay. okay. Yeah. I will say we do not specifically know but where we, we are in the timeline. We know vaguely. Eras yeah. uh-huh. for those of us who. We are post-Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yes.
0: We are, um, yeah. Post-Return of the Jedi, not quite Rise of Skywalker Free Rise of Skywalker. All that Mandalorian-ish stuff.
1: Mandalorian-ish time era.
0: Somewhere in the world exists Leah <laughs> and Luke, and they're older, oh and things are happening, Ooh. and there's a little... Kylo Ren somewhere in the yep. world growing up. Yep. Like, I'll probably oh, like, and, and, I, and these things are important to me, again, yes. as someone who's not so deep in the lore to understand where some of the highlights are. Yes. So in my brain, I'm like, okay, so Jason is maybe about the same age as Kylo
1: Ren or could roughly be in the same generation. Probably the same generation. Do you know what I mean? I and, do think Jason, is, Jason, I know for a fact, is older. Okay. Because Jason was born um, basically right around New Hope. Okay.
0: So, but that's helping me, right? Yeah. And so the idea is like, someone like Ahsoka is probably the same, maybe a little bit older than someone like Luke and Leia.
1: Okay, right? so I'll tell you this. Um, if you think about um, Ahsoka, if you think about Anakin to Ahsoka, right? I, I know there's an exact number and someone's going to yell yeah. it at me, but when we first met them, Anakin was, I think, 20-ish. Yeah. And Ahsoka was 14.
0: Right. So, and then the kids were born.
1: I think she's around 45 in the Ahsoka series. So
0: she's maybe 15. She's someone's old enough to be their their young aunt. Yes. And and those things to me, I know they don't matter to the story being told here, Mm -hmm. but they're so important to me to understand where things are building. Yeah. And when things are building. And
1: so if you think about that, <clears throat> One of the reasons why Sabine didn't land for me, yeah, is Sabine is like in her early thirties, yeah, in this series, and she is someone who grew up fighting in the rebellion. Right, right. She was like a leader in the rebellion. Maybe not like Leia level, but right. she was a skilled fighter. But like it would have been she would have been her the right
0: to impress upon her yes. the same way that like. You know, uh, uh, we're of a certain generation. We're yeah. millennials. We're right at that top edge of the elder millennials. Yep. And there's something that an event like nine eleven did to we those of us
1: geriatric who, millennials. Geriatric if you millennials.
0: <laughs> something an event like 9-11 oh, affected yeah. people of our generation in a way that it didn't affect people that came before it yes. or that came after it.
1: There is like even the way that it affected us specifically is very different of how it affected people five years older and five years younger. Yes.
0: And those are the things that matter. Like they yeah. she knows about the the like you know what uh, brain can't Clodorus? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, like the Clone Wars and the thing that happened to like Leia's planet and like yeah. all this other stuff, she knows this. She yes. was a kid and this influenced who she is. Yes. So all of this stuff is she inside was, of her. Body. She had
1: already been fighting for years when, when, uh, when the Death Star blew up Alderaan.
0: Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I could yeah. not find. <laughs>
1: um. And so that's why the way that they portrayed Sabine to me felt like the age of what she was in the... Like, it felt like she had... Reversed. ...was the same as the beginning of of Rebels.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. She had regressed.
1: She had regressed. Dang. Um, And that's at least my view of the live-action Sabine. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, Rosario, Mm -hmm. the way that Ahsoka the way that she plays Ahsoka in the first half of the series is very different than the Ahsoka that we're used to. From Rebels. From from Clone Wars and, and from Rebels. Rebels okay. And from just the Ahsoka that we know. And I think I, I was like, well, I love Ahsoka. It's fine. But also at the same time, I'm like, she is playing a little more, I don't want to say subdued, a more... <coughs> um, there's less spark. There's she's, like, she's a little world-weary. It's like a roasted
0: tomato versus a regular yes. tomato. I don't know how else to explain <laughs> yeah. this. There's something a little different in the taste. It's a little bit nutty. Like, there's something that's mellowed out, not quite so acidic yeah. or tangy, but there's a different flavor smoldering underneath. Where it's
1: like, when's the last time that she's left? Yes, yeah. And once you see that transformation, <laughs> it's a to me my,
0: brain, my brain is
1: noodles. But once you see her go, make that transition to Ahsoka the White. Which I mean, blatant Gandalf references yeah. all over the place. That is back to the Ahsoka that we know. Yeah, and so she, she has to
0: exfoliate this listen, layer of her aura. If this you woman will.
1: spins through them shit. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's tired she's yeah there's there's um she's she needs her uh jedi groove back if you will
1: and when we get to episode five in yeah. this little talk are we, group,
0: are we are we zooming up
1: well okay that's you, okay should i or should i wait
0: well let's let's sort of go episode by okay like, let's do let's just do a quick overview yeah. right so episode one what did they do well you think
1: Episode one, we laid the scene. We introduced who we needed to introduce. Uh Um, I, first of all, David Tennant as Hu Yang. Yeah. He was the voice of Hu Yang in the animated series. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Just thank you. Uh, (laughs) um, We introduced, I will say we are missing one rebel from all of this, but that's fine. Mm. Um, We introduced who we needed to introduce. Um, I just... It was just the high of seeing all these people in live action. The high of seeing everyone here, down to like on um on I'm just blanking the planet where are we lethal. Jeez, down on lethal. Like some of those actors are the voice actors. That's cool. You know what I mean? From yeah. Um, I was trying to uh get his name, um. Clancy Brown, like yes. Clancy Brown, voiced writer.
0: <laughs> right on. So
1: the fact that we have some of those people coming in, like those are nods. The fact that the painting in the back that that uh, Sabine did, they they didn't try to make that "quote unquote" more realistic. That's
0: yeah. That's kick,
1: a- that is the style and her painting from the cartoon.
0: I love. Yeah, I did love that. I will say they did a really good job of setting up. Um <coughs> I never met Sabine. We've yeah. all heard of Ahsoka. Some of us didn't haven't heard of Sabine. You sort of know her as yeah. like the Mando who's also a Jedi. Yeah. That was like the that was like the gist of what I understood about her. Yeah. So I did like when they go to Lothal and you there's just this woman on a speeder with some like K poppy. Yep, Star music. Wars rock. <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay, there's a vibe here. There's definitely a vibe. I didn't understand that she was living in Ezra's home, but yeah. I did feel like she was some sort of squatter. Yep. So I get that. Like, that was cool. I will she's say got-
1: her introduction on the speeder bike with the rock music, ignoring authority, that is the most Sabine that existed yeah. in the entire series. They might series. as well have
0: been playing, I don't give a damn, about my gender reputation. Exactly. You know it, was, it, was very, it was It was very, that part was great. Very appropriate. Um, she's got a cat. She's not really attached to things. Having a cat already means you're not a dog person. (laughs) You're not, you you know what I mean? I'm getting ideas. So there's a very good setup of who she is. I love the setup of like, we all know Harrison Dula. If you know nobody else, you, you've, you know that. Yes. Yes. If, and you're like, okay, I sort of know where I am. I've never been here before. Yeah. I'm not a, a super knowledgeable person, but I know who she is and she's busy working. Yes. So got it. We're in the working phase of things. Cool. Yeah.
1: The other thing <laughs> I'll say was fantastic was um, <sighs> Balin and Shin. Yeah. I think are the two coolest v- villains, yeah. cool. which is why I thought they were great because you're like they're just getting by.
0: Yeah, I love. They're just doing what they need to do. Is the right word for them? Yeah. Right? Because they're not even. You can't even paint them as, like, bad versus no. good. It's just, like, we're kind of doing the same thing you're doing. We're just leaning to the other side.
1: Yeah, like, Balin did what he had to do to survive Order 66. Yeah. We don't know where, she, like, how he <laughs> started training Shin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or where she found... I mean, for all... she, We don't know. She could have been...
1: <coughs> also, their whole, like... Like Arthurian armor Joan of Arc 5, really, yeah. I was so here for it. Yeah. I can't tell you. And I think one of the biggest, I'll say tragedies that came from this yeah. is we unfortunately lost Ray Stevenson before the series even started. Yeah,
0: that's so fucking shitty. And
1: yeah. Balin Skull is a fascinating character. Mm. And I really you know, Star Wars has been around for a long time that they have had to start asking the questions of, and they jump around the timeline enough, like, what do we do with some of these characters when we no longer have the actors? Yeah. And I think for someone like Leia, what they did in this series with Leia was a uh, a, a a perfect yeah. version of that. No one's gonna, don't, you don't recast No, Leia.
0: you can't recast. Um, you can try the whole CG thing, but just but it's better. But what to... they did here, yeah.
1: having her off screen. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For someone like Balin, who doesn't have that legacy. Yeah. I'm actually hoping they recast Balin because I would hate to lose that storyline that they're building with this. Yeah. I mean, there's
0: something really interesting here.
1: Yeah. Um, and you have enough. At, please. My vote is Graham McTavish personally. Yeah. Um, to complete this character journey.
0: There's some pretty genius (laughs) casting people in in Hollywood. I think your suggestion is a good one. Mm -hmm. I do want to see what they come up with and I do hope that they recast him. There's a lot of very talented people out there. Ray Stevenson was amazing. (sighs) Yes. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing.
1: Also, Shin. What's going on with Shin? (laughs) She's Um, amazing in herself. So, episode two, which of course aired at the same night, was premiered together. Uh. Was very much um, more focused on maps, puzzles. Uh, what's this going on? This was
0: the D and D episode, right? Well, the, the started oh no, that's com- d okay, okay, okay. We
1: started with the D and D moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Dungeons and Dragons puzzles and maps and find the and treasures maps and things. And this was a lot of like what happened between Ahsoka and Sabine, which we have slightly gotten the answer to, but mm-hmm. I'd like to get more. Clarification, sure, on. yeah, um, we get this is the first we get to meet Chopper in live action. We have a great lightsaber fight uh, with Ahsoka and with, you know, um, yep. zombie mist man. <laughs> yes. Um And sort of this really ends with the near the end of this episode is actually the last scene in Rebels with Ahsoka showing up on the fall. Yes. I, she was not Gandalf the white mode in the animated, but um, some of those shots are like directly recreated and bringing her back as a Padawan and et cetera, which that gives whole different meaning to when Ahsoka was like, I can't train Grogu for hashtag reasons. Yeah. We're going to see a little more th- reasons. This is
0: the episode. Is this the episode where Hu Yang's like, I don't know about Sabine. Maybe she's not a good Jedi. Yeah, Maybe it was literally bother. like,
1: you have like the shittiest chlorian count ever.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that was an interesting setup. I did appreciate these setups where Hu Yang's not bullshitting anybody. No. <laughs>
1: And I loved it. He's
0: not blowing the smoke up anyone's ass. He's no. not the parent who's like, we love you for trying. He's like, maybe you should find something else to
1: do. Yeah. Uh,
0: maybe you could be good at other things. Not everyone's good at everything, hon.
1: You have skills and they're in other areas. Yes. Yeah. I can tell <laughs> you weren't training at this.
0: Yeah. And that's fine. Not yeah. everyone's going to be a winner.
1: <laughs> I I love hewings. like, yeah, you don't get a participation trophy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not for jedi Ying.
1: I loved it. Yeah. Um. I think also it was in this one or the first episode where Hu Yang was like to Ahsoka. Well, you come from a long line of non-traditional Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Which if you think about it, her, her direct line has yes. some gems. Yeah, I guess that's
0: fairly true it's just a whole bunch of little scallywags if you will
1: which again we'll go into when we get to episode five yes that is part of it like in ahsoka is all of those non-traditional jedi
0: yeah why wouldn't she pick sabine as her apprentice goes back
1: to i mean that i don't know if you knew includes dooku oh I didn't know that. So, I didn't know how far back that went. So, you know, that that line is is Ahsoka. It was, Ahsoka, right. and it was Anakin, Anakin. Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon was Dooku's apprentice. Oh, Pradawan, interesting. And then Yoda taught Dooku.
0: Somebody just needs to kill this whole ass line.
1: <laughs> you know, like when
0: you're... I'm learning this because we have a lemon tree in our yard. Sometimes you got to cut some of these branches. Yep. Yeah. To yield better fruit. <laughs> And we're just like watching this really ugly branch. This is an interesting
1: story, but it ain't yielding some great fruit. (laughs) So yeah. Um, Oh my goodness. So episode four, fallen Jedi. Yes. Which can mean oh so many things, which is the beauty of it. Yeah. Does a fallen Jedi literally mean Ahsoka who fell off a cliff? Does it mean Balin as a fallen Jedi? Does it mean Sabine as a fallen Jedi?
0: Does it mean our fallen Jedi that we see in the mist? Or is that the following episode?
1: Uh, No, that's this episode. Okay, (laughs) It's like, what does it mean? All of the above. I also love, this is the episode I really got to see Sabine. Like, hey, reminder that just because she may not be hot shit with a lightsaber, she's a fully fucking competent warrior badass Mandalorian. I
0: love, I love the times. I don't know what episode this works in, but it's important in all of them. It's like... It's like Sabine's learning to be ambidextrous, mm-hmm. right? And she's like really strong, right-handed, and she's learning to do things with her left. Yes. Every now and then you just go back to that one that knows what the fuck it's doing. I
1: love the moment where where she's fighting Shin and like for a moment, it's like she's trying to <laughs> call like, her lightsaber her and lightsaber, she's like, lightsaber. fuck no, tiny things out of my gauntlet.
0: Yeah, it's like, what do I, yeah, what am I gonna rely on? She's got her old faithfuls.
1: And this is the episode that has one of my favorite conversations between Sabine and Ahsoka. Mm. And um I don't have the quote and I can't do this word for word at all, but they're they're talking about training. And okay. they're talking about being able to use the force. Okay. And they're talking and and you know, she's like, look, Hu Yang told me I'm a shit Padawan. Yeah. I'm not going to be good. And she's like, well, fuck Hu Yang, first of all. And second of all, it's not about your connection with the force. Mm -hmm. That makes it easier. Yeah. But you still have to go through the work. Do you know why not everyone's a Jedi? Because not everyone has the dedication to sit here and train your mind and train your body.
0: This is the part where I think you and I had this conversation via text thread i wish i had it but it would take me <laughs> to find it um but it was like the jedi's that hu yang has experienced yes have all been born on third base yes and sabine and ahsoka come from this line of spirited happen to be women these two yeah. women happen to be women very spirited highly talented people who weren't born with the midichlorian
1: yes uh, they're not midichlorian jesus as the term frequently goes like they
0: don't have that privilege they weren't born with the privilege of having this high count But that doesn't mean that you're suddenly good. You could have that count and be shit. Exactly. And a lot of people were because a lot of people came into into this gig and didn't make it. Yeah. And they were born with all of these things that should have made them, you know, they were with the prestige, if you will. Yep. But these two are like, I'm going to do this because I'm meant to fucking do this. And I know this in the every parts of my being. Yeah.
1: Fuck your midichlorians. And there's also, you know, there's there's also part of that conversation, you know, okay. To just go, the
0: representation that they bring to the table. It
1: is, but there is something else in the conversation for me. Okay. Um. To to get a to get a little deep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come down to the depths with me. There is there is a number of people who in census counts when you need to put your religious affiliation yeah. have said Jedi. There you go. There's a lot of people in our generation who may not be religious, but when they explain their spirituality, yeah, they're like, the closest I can say is the Force. Yeah. There's something beyond me. Luminous <laughs> beings are we. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's, I think, a lot of people, and I'm one of them, who, in trying to figure out whatever the fuck spirituality I have in this world are like, I just want... What would a Jedi do? Yeah. In terms of training your mind, training your body. Yeah. And to the point that she was going on where she's like, being a Jedi isn't force pushing shit and flipping around and throwing a lightsaber and doing that. That's not what being a Jedi is. Yeah. That's having force power. Right. Being a Jedi is the dedication and the yeah. training.
0: At the risk of offending people, and I don't think any of our listeners, but humans, we understand stories. Yes. We understand stories. We remember stories. We remember the way things make us feel. And if you if you map it to the what you're doing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: being a priest or a holy man yes. doesn't make you a keeper of... No the belief of yes. the religion. It doesn't make you a better believer. Yeah. Believing is what makes you a better believer. Exactly. And it's the same idea.
1: Yeah. And so that conversation, this is why I actually, I would have maybe let it go with pulling the lightsaber in the end. But this yeah. is why I was actually really hoping that Ahsoka wouldn't have the flashy force powers. Yeah. Because that wouldn't have made her any less of a Jedi.
0: Right. Yeah, it's like it's, uh, it's in some ways it reminds me of like the Batman thing where it's like Batman doesn't have superpowers exactly. He just believes in himself exactly so fucking much that he's gonna get this shit done.
1: Yeah. So that conversation in episode I I, I think it was beginning of episode four. Yeah. I really really loved.
0: Oh my gosh! Uh,
1: as she's trying to pull that cup and she's like, "You win." Yeah. Fuck you, cup. Yeah. Um. This also. Um. I think episode three, which we totally forgot to mention, had the absolutely amazing training sequence at the beginning where they blindfolded Sabine. and That was my favorite.
0: I think you and I watched it together. It was so good. And I remember going, it's Satoshi. And then she calls it something that's basically a bastardized
1: version of Satoshi. And I was like, I told you, I told you. It was so good. I loved where. Because it's one of those where Sabina's getting so annoyed, but at the same time, the first times we saw Ahsoka, she was that petulant kid getting annoyed when Anakin did the same shit. I
0: love this part because it's a reminder that Star Wars is basically like an old samurai tale playing space. It is, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I I loved it so much. I loved that part (laughs) particularly. I was like, this is Doji.
1: And at the end of episode four, to jump back, the end of episode four ends. Yes, with Ahsoka waking up in the world between worlds and being greeted by yes Anakin motherfucking Skywalker. Woo. Okay, part five. Part five. Shadow Warrior. Holy shit! Um, I love that they brought back Hayden Christian yes. to play Christian clone- animated Clone Wars era. Anakin, because yeah, they
0: like softened, they did all the face things, right?
1: Yeah, because this is, as I've said many times, <coughs> hey, poor hey, Hayden Christian had a rough go with the live action.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: And you, you needed, you almost need the animated Clone Wars to fully understand Anakin's arc, because the animated Clone Wars, you see. You're on Anakin's side. You see him as that charismatic warrior. You see him as everyone's favorite. You see him being the ultimate hero. Mm -hmm. You also see the moments where they clearly are playing the the march because he, you know, puts a lightsaber through someone's back. Yeah. But but you're still, like, rooting for Anakin. Well, yes. It's almost like in a way you weren't in the live action movies.
0: Yeah, you you don't um you you see beyond the kid. Yeah. But you also see the man that isn't Darth Vader. Yeah. Like there's this this one moment, this one little space in time where you're like what could have been. Yes. He's he's humanized
1: and and all this kind of stuff. So the fact that um, you're able to, cause Matt Lanter did amazing things, mm-hmm. you know, voicing that Anakin. Yeah. So be able to bring back Hayden and be like, but you get, you're also this Anakin. Yeah. Was amazing. And, and you
0: do get the benefit of knowing that eventually this will become the, the man who just wants his child to love him yes and saves him yes and so we do know that ultimately there is disclosure that will come and i think maybe that's why we can believe like oh you're so close i you know right here it's so i mean close. listen
1: there is the whole extra thing at the end of return yeah. of the jedi of does one good deed erase all the shit you did as vader because you killed a whole bunch of children and that's a different conversation yeah. we're not having right now no. um the part that gets me the most, the part that literally still gut checks me in this episode, yeah. is seeing her memories. How young Ahsoka was. They did in a- the Clone Wars. So I'll tell you
0: that I didn't watch the Clone Wars. Yeah, and well, I understand mentally that she would have been little. The actress that they had play her and the age that they made her. Something about seeing it in live action, you're like, fuck, this is a child.
1: So it was Ariana Greenblatt who played young Gamora yeah. as well. She was amazing. Yeah. yeah. you. I know when we first meet Ahsoka, she's 14. Yeah. But it's that reminder of what, what 14, 14 is. is. Yeah. I know that in that four-parter, the end of Clone Wars, at Order 66, she's like 19. Yeah. But sometimes you forget what 19 is. Yeah. And so... Especially as we get
0: older. Exactly. It's so easy to forget.
1: Because I go now to... I look at people in college going, you're 12. Yeah. Like... <laughs> How are you allowed out of the house alone? <laughs> um. And so to see that and to... And to remember that she was... A, these Padawans that were Padawans during the Clone Wars were child soldiers. Yeah. And they were commanders. Yeah. They weren't just like in there throwing a stick and being no. like, no, they were running this fucking show. Yes. Yeah. And so you see that and then you're also like, well, no wonder she hasn't smiled in five years when we first meet her yeah. in this series. The fact that she's functional and as put together as she is when having a childhood like that yeah. is like a testament to her. <laughs> um, the fact that she can smile ever. Yes. Yeah. And the you can tell, you know, going into the beginning of this series, that Ahsoka is the Ahsoka who has all these questions about Anakin, who has all these questions of maybe I could have saved him <coughs> if I hadn't left the order. Yeah. Of cuz that's what she had in when she realized that who vader was in the rebels episode right um of going well what is my future if this is what i was taught how can i teach someone if this is all i was taught all those conversations she's having and the fact that she's actually able to have them it still might be in our own head with actually the spirit of Anakin. Who really knows? But the fact that she's- Well, Jason knows
0: because Jason, this
1: part I thought was really just... interesting. <laughs> Don't forget that Jason is the son of a pretty powerful Jedi. That's what I'm
0: saying. It's like, I love this weird little interesting, like, <laughs> um, well, Mom, ooh. I can hear things. And this mom who's like, yeah, baby. What is it that you hear? I am going to believe
1: you like the badass, amazing mother that I am. Listening to the waves crash and the lightsaber clashes with the force theme playing over yeah. it gave me chills. That's... That was... Uh, yeah. It made me
0: very intrigued by this kid.
1: Yeah. So... This...
0: Sorry, there are, there are children playing. I know. They're not allowed.
1: Um... Yeah. This birth of Ahsoka the White, which <laughs> yes. is in 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 all of its not very veiled Gandalf glory. No, yeah. <laughs> um Ow. even even when she walked out with some of her gray gear, but with a white cloak <laughs> over her, uh-huh. and um, it was. I I will say, um,
0: Stormy so, is very excited about Ahsoka the White. Yes,
1: I will say this it may work in animation please leave ahsoka's headband on oh the the one time where she didn't have the headband and you saw a little weird yeah i i love ahsoka please leave her headband on. yeah
0: feels weird feels weird yeah um
1: yeah i i first of all i was like well i need to make this costume (laughs) yeah ahsoka the white I was cheering. I was basically in tears at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, as she's like, I'm not going to fight you. You know, Anakin. And, <laughs> and him just being like, you're not fucking learning the lesson that I'm trying to teach you. Yeah. It, I'm sure she has a lot of meditation still to make on those lessons that she was taught in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we were going to travel via Pergles. It was just like you know, um, Chekhov's Pergles that we already saw.
0: Yeah, I I will say that my favorite character of this entire series might have been the Pergles. Oh, I'm assuming if not yes. followed by all the animals we <laughs> meet in the last episode. Yes. Um, give me more time on this planet. The little
1: like the little Turtle Hobbits, the
0: Howlers, the the oh howlers. the
1: Howlers. Oh my god, I that love baby. them so
0: much.
1: <laughs> we'll get to Everybody that baby. knows I
0: love an ugly beast uh-huh. with a sweet heart and soul. Anyway.
1: Yeah. I shadow warrior is one that I'm going to go back and watch many times, and I will find something new in every single episode. Yeah. This was also live-action Rex's uh, you know yeah. first appearance, which is kind of fun, even though it wasn't fully Rex. Um, although I will, there is the question of is Rex at the end of Return of the Jedi, but that's a different Oh, interesting. There is a character at the very end as they're going into the bunker that looks very much like Rex and like what could be Rex and people have sort of just kind of canonized that as being Rex. Why not? Because of course he would be at the front lines. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I could go on about this episode. I Everything with the world between worlds um, having, I just blanked on her owl Morai. The Morai, yes. Having Morai there, it was just moi. It was just beautiful. Um, I I do think it's logical that Hera and Jason don't... (laughs) Travel to another galaxy. I mean, it would have been nice. because I would have taken more time with Hera, but. I appreciate, you know, we lead
0: up to this episode. um, Sabine making a choice that we're like, fuck, dude. Why was this the choice? Yeah. She makes this choice. The situation happens. Everything's going in the wrong direction. Everything feels shitty. Um, We don't know what's happening to Ahsoka until the very end. And then we get here. So we start up and it's like, okay, you got to find her. She's somewhere. She's clearly not dead. Come on. This is your chance to like push her forward. And then we get Hera and Jason and Hu Yang to some degree. Yeah. And it's like, you got to get the gang back together. This is our chance. Like Hera comes in kind of like, like Dr. Janet, if you will, to inject some life into the situation and be like, get back out there, soldiers. Yes. And that's her role. There's this... She's got this, like, freight train energy where she's just steady and relentless. Yeah. And that's what we needed in this moment to give Ahsoka the time and space she needed to go through the things she's going through and be like, okay, you good?
1: You good? Get back out there. I do like that also Carson Teva is back in these episodes, oh, yeah. and that made me happy. Yeah. Um, so we get to episode six. Yes. <clears throat> we arrive in Peridia. I will say, we do have a Stargate connection, and I didn't know this oh. until the final episode. Interesting. One of the three great mothers oh. is played, the main great mother, is played by none other than fucking Claudia <gasps> Black. Oh, that's right. I yeah. think I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. I could Because- <clears throat> Their makeup and everything didn't even know until yeah. I saw it later, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That was that, close. Yeah, now I see
0: it. Pretty fucking cool. The mother, the the most Shakespearean, oh my fucking gosh. bullshit.
1: The scariest. Uh-huh. These are the scariest the, things in all of Star Wars, the, as far as the, I'm the, concerned. The fates, yeah, 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 yeah. The fates with even the red string. Essentially, it reeks of Jedi. Holy shit! I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, my skin <laughs> crawls. Yeah, at the
0: thought of it. it was so good, and I'm not easily scared. Put it uh, this way
1: like, Elspeth was cool, but like, yeah. she got nothing on the Great Mothers. No,
0: they're they're this, uh, there's they're a different kind of l- literally cosmic
1: horror, yes, which is why you need to continue playing Fallen uh, Jedi, okay. Good to know. If you like the three mothers, I want some more
0: cosmic horror in my Star Wars, so I'm here. Yeah. So
1: I'll say this: there's a couple episodes of Clone Wars I can point you to. Yep, mm-hmm. and then also you continue playing Fallen Jedi, okay, or a little witchy friend who I love. Yes. So I'll say this: this the race, the, the 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 mothers. Yes, Um that is actually they are the same that Maul came from. Oh. Interesting. It is a uh matrilineal society. Okay. And so the the women all look that a little creepy. And then the men are like Maul and his brother. That's
0: cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that Maul was a particular race. Honestly, I thought he was some sort of abomination. Nope. Wow. Yep.
1: Um... So, throne Oh, yeah. Okay. Lars Mikkelsen is absolutely fantastic. Yep. There was a couple, let's just say, choices that were made with makeup. <coughs> okay. I get that he, of course, he has to be blue. But sure. I'm like, you could have... Patted that down. Yeah, a he was a little shiny. He was just a little little blot that a little bit yeah, better. Yeah. It's like they ran out of time or something in the makeup chair. The Death Troopers, I think they were called. Yeah. With the gold running through them and the red. I wanted them to be so much cooler than they really were. Yeah,
0: they looked cool and then they didn't really bring a lot to the table.
1: I wanted them to be like real terrors and not yeah. just typical stormtroopers.
0: I will say I did like the actor, Lars Mikkelsen, you said? Yes. yes. I loved his approach, his, um, you know, Far Eastern dictator yes. vibe. Which,
1: there's a reason he nailed Thrawn. He voiced Thrawn. Yeah. You know?
0: Putin' on a white horse bullshit that yeah. he had about him.
1: I like the fact that his uniform was pristine, a little frayed at the edges, Yeah, but he did not um, he, he, I like that there was a little bit
0: of a potch. Yeah. Like he's not quite as fit as he once was. But he
1: kept up all of his standards. Yeah. This is a man who still shines his boots every single morning. Yeah. This yeah. is a man who owns one uniform.
0: Yeah. He's doing his best to to be a certain
1: And he is vibe. quiet and terrifying. Yeah. And I think that's the one sort of real disservice they did with Thrawn is because this had to be so accelerated because yeah. we had three episodes here at the end. Yeah. Was we didn't really get to and we're we're gonna see Thrawn for a bit. Thrawn's gonna be a big baddie for a bit, I know. Yeah. You didn't really get to nail in on uh, this is one of the smartest military tacticians that is, exists in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, there was something Period. about
0: this man that was supposed to be a lot scarier than he was portrayed in this space. Yes,
1: he's scary, not because he's a terrifying person or he's like an uber villain. he's smart. Yes, he's terrifying because he's a fucking genius. Yeah. That um, that
0: that kind of like cold and calculating Hannibal Lecter yes, vibe, if you will, yes. where it's like, oh, there's no passion here. There's no need for that. Those are the person you're scared of because that's harder to crack. Yeah. Um, and then we get wait, we can't leave episode six.
1: We're not leaving episode six yet because okay. I have two things to say. One of them
0: uh-huh. is is it Tota?
1: <laughs> all of our little friends Tota all of our little friends so many friends um the scene where (laughs) sabine walks across and then you see the howler and she's like no way you're dumb and he goes away and then he follows her again i was like if anything happens Uh, i will murder someone can
0: i say that they will get to there at the end of of the episode eight but I've decided that all my howler friends are fine. Yes. Nobody was taken oh, up on the ship. A thousand percent. They, they came back down. They oh, left yeah. they during ran. the fighting. A thousand percent. With the babies. And then the noti.
1: Um, and the noti. The oh. rock. Oh. Just a little rock.
0: And just a little <laughs> possum of a person. Oh, they're
1: so good. Uh, the most, I've often said, I think Rosario Dawson is, is genius casting for Ahsoka. The casting for Ezra Bridger. Oh, uh-huh. Holy shit. Is so... I'm trying to find his Imanus name. So I don't remember. Yes. I can... I could not have brought animated Ezra into real life in a more perfect form. Yeah. Not only what he looks like down to his nose, but just... The grin and the spark and the the little twinkle in his eye. Yeah. And his, like, swagger.
0: To use an overwrought phrase, like, he understood the assignment.
1: He a thousand percent understood the assignment. Like this
0: actor understood who he was playing.
1: I, he is the most directly ripped from the screen character in all of this. Yeah. Um, absolutely perfect casting. And I just wish we got to see more of him
0: yeah he's got the he's got a great face i think they do enhance his eyes yeah right?
1: cuz he has blue eyes yeah
0: um but the
1: smirk oh my god is just the some people just have the best smirks Every, I doubt there's a single person in the galaxy that would not melt a little like, bit at that smirk. Like the, <laughs> rivaling
0: freaking, why like, can I? Tom Hiddleston himself. Yeah. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what is? Under that Mona Lisa smile, it's I need just, to It's just
1: everyone's going to melt a little and then giggle a bit at yeah. that. It doesn't matter who you are. I do
0: love this idea that like where you see these cute, adorable, helpless things is where you'll find Bridger. Yes. Because not knowing him. Yeah. That tells me a lot about who this person is. It is a thousand
1: is. percent who that person is. Yeah. I do. I do love the fact that he was like, I don't need a lightsaber. Yeah. Because Sabine is carrying his lightsaber. Yeah. It's now Sabine's lightsaber. Yeah.
0: Um. So, you know, you take your boyfriend's sweater. It's your sweater now. Exactly.
1: 100%. (laughs) We're not going to get into the, like, are they siblings or are they just going to fuck? Gross. They're fucking.
0: They're fucking. I'm making that choice for them.
1: (laughs) I... I don't. I'm smashing them together like my Barbie. I don't know (laughs) why they decided to start going like you're like a sister to me. No, I don't
0: don't know what that's about. No, because
1: there's been sexual tension from the moment they met. That's
0: not the vibe that this man's face has given anybody ever. No, even his own sisters, if he had them. Exactly. That is this man is oozing uh, sexuality. I want that to
1: be true. It's just that they, <sighs> they clearly that night got yeah. freaky. Yeah. Cause. Yeah. It was
0: gross. Everybody <laughs> was dirty and
1: sweaty. And it was and just. And who existing? gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, I actually kind of wish that Bridger, this, that Ezra, sorry, had fought longer without a lightsaber. Yeah. Because I kind of liked that dynamic he was throwing in. Yeah.
0: His little force pushes and yeah. things and. Yeah, it's a very interesting play. Um, Part seven? Part seven. Dreams and Madness. Dreams and Madness. This is the episode <sighs> where I was really hoping... The one thing I will ask of this episode... Yes. ...is this is the one where Carson and Hera are trying to stall, right? Yes.
1: And Chopper. And Chopper.
0: <laughs> I really wanted some sort of... Pull out your best bardic energy and spin... <laughs> a tale Carson I really really wanted this like comedic release of like and then this thing happened and then like even if you play out for no reason other than it'd be funny like the Han Solo uh, What is it? we're
1: all fine Uh, here how are you
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like we had to help this guy who was trying to travel from here to blah blah Uh and however many parts have you ever heard
1: of purgles yeah
0: some bullshit story, sell me beans and of that Grow a stuff <laughs> anything. I just really wanted to play on some comedy. Because there.
1: you know the actor could do it. Yes. You know
0: he can. And you needed something outrageous to to say, "Hey, I'm clearly stalling you." Yes. We know that that's what I'm doing, but I'm going to hold you hostage because you're so caught up in etiquette yeah. that you're going to listen and buy the time we need to buy.
1: And I know there's the whole question of like, oh, are you just bringing in some of the legacy characters just to say they're here? I'm like, I don't care. C3PO <sighs> coming in yeah. with delivering the message from Leia, you earned the right to do that. Yeah. And again, I think that is that is a beautiful way to bring in that character. Yeah. And not pretend that she's with exist. her second in command. exactly, two you're not. You're not cg yeah. Carrie Fisher. You're not recasting Carrie Fisher. Um, But you're also not ignoring the fact that Leia is a powerful yeah. force existing in this government still. And
0: it also does this twofold thing where, you know, C-3PO gets the shit end of the stick a lot of the times. He does. And He's honestly,
1: not- he deserves it. But that's neither here nor but- there. But...
0: This is a reminder that there's something he brings to the table that nobody else can. He
1: does. A certain sense of refinement and... Etiquette. Yeah, it's like... It does help narrow down the timeline as to when he gets his red arm because he doesn't have it here.
0: There's just something about that particularly. And to me, these are like, a, it's a classically British character. Oh, a thousand like, percent. This is the guy who, even if this, if the queen loses her castle and all of her subjects, <laughs> yes. will forever bow as he leaves the room. A
1: thousand percent. There's this dignity involved yes. that, is, that, that he deserves. He deserves. I'm not saying C-3PO yeah. is the worst droid that exists. I, I adore him. <laughs> I'm simply saying there are
0: some evil droids. <laughs> there are.
1: I'm simply saying I enjoy C-3PO as being the butt of all my jokes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: If you know, for whatever that means of me, there's a
0: yeah. There's a certain something there. There's a Giles from buffiness exactly <laughs> that he brings to the table. You know yes. what I mean?
1: Um, I. So there's not this episode to me. I was like, you have eight episodes, and this is the one before this the is what finale. We're doing? Yeah. And this is all you brought me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I think, was there's a great moment in here. Yeah. I, it stands out to me. I love the moment that Thrawn finds out that Anakin was Ahsoka's master because he's like, oh, I now fully understand. Yeah. Um, Again, the no T, if any harm comes to them, I will riot.
0: Yeah, I love how protective Ezra is. I love that he's like, hide. Yes. Protect yourself. It happens again in the next episode. I was like, if anything bad happens to him, I'm turning off the fucking TV. I'm done.
1: So, and this, again, comes to that part of they can't be done with Balin's story because with the exception of a little piece at the very end of the next episode, this is the end of Balin's storyline in this season and he just is like, cool, I've trained you. Don't do anything stupid. Bye.
0: I've got something to do on this planet. Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah.
1: Um. So that's why I'm like, we really can't be done with Balin's storyline. Yeah. Uh, and we, we finished the season with the Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. Great episode The greatest title, title. yeah. I love that um, as much as I loved would love Ezra fighting without a lightsaber as a different kind of Jedi I like that this is the place that we got to talk about Kanan yes because Kanan is such an important character in this whole storyline yeah and it took us this long to really mention him
0: and that was who Ezra trained with, right?
1: Yes. And also yeah. is Jason's father. Right. Yeah. Um. And honestly, one of my favorite Jedi.
0: Well, that makes sense.
1: Period. Yeah. Because Kanan's amazing um, for so many ways. And the fact that when Ezra is building his third lightsaber now, mm-hmm. he pulls a piece that is a sister, brother, a a sibling piece to a part that Kanan had in his lightsaber. Yeah. And we get the inside joke that that's why his lightsaber was skinnier, (laughs) the blade, than we normally see which because that was a big joke. The yeah. lightsabers and rebels were skinnier.
0: Gotcha. Um,
1: and that we we make that joke there is is amazing.
0: It's an interesting start to the episode. You get these two um, Chekhov's guns. If you yeah, you get the blade of Talzin. Yep. Right. The witches in their creepy, oh awesome my God, space horror them. shit. They forge this sword. They give it to Elsbeth, the Morgan Elsbeth, and she's like this is my thing now. I've got this really cool thing. And then cut immediately to Ezra building yeah. his own thing based off of this story. We get a little bit of the Canaan story, uh, something, I, I like this because they
1: both come back to play. It does. And this is where we kind of find out what happened with Sabine and Ahsoka. Yeah. And the fact that we know terrible shit happened on Mandalore after the mm-hmm. war. And the fact that essentially Ahsoka was worried, given what happened to her own master, yeah, if giving, if helping Sabine find this type of power inside of her, could she trust Sabine? Almost, essentially, yeah. is what it came down to. Yeah, um, because we we've met Sabine's family before, and now we know that they're all dead. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that we didn't hear sabine and ahsoka discuss that that we heard it being told by other people yeah is the part that i'm like you missed a giant awesome
0: yeah to have them just be like no we're good it's fine yeah like no no have the hard
1: conversation on screen i want to see these two women go at each other yes in
0: a way that you can with people that you love and you trust. Exactly. You relentlessly beat yourself against each other to shine each other's crowns. Exactly. To, you, you become what I, I love this term and I didn't coin it. I think my therapist gave it to me. It's like sometimes you are the sandpaper and sometimes you are the pebble. Yeah. But always you you, you push against the grid against each other to make each other shine.
1: And so that's what I'm really hoping to see in the second season I want them going at each other yeah. more. Yeah. Um. I want Sabine testing Ahsoka's metal.
0: I want them to argue and fight the way you and I do at work yes. and people go are they fighting? And we're like this is how our process is.
1: This isn't us fighting. Yeah. This is us working through this a problem. Is how we
0: won- <laughs> this is how we find the answer.
1: <laughs> um, I want
0: that for them because we know that it can be done and yes. strong smart women do that shit all the
1: time. Exactly. And yeah. that's that's what I want to see more of. Yeah. I want to see I agree. um I, agree I think you, yeah. it was the episode before this where we saw Ahsoka um m- going through her her morning meditations yeah. with uh I can't remember if she had her lightsabers out or had bokens out but yeah. going through this watching a training video of Anakin.
0: Yes. And yes. the
1: way that she was training she knows this video. She knows all the words. She basically, she bows to him basically at the end. Yeah. And here's the part that I love that I can't answer. And I'd love to know what you think. Okay. She has a whole bunch of these videos. Yeah. They're ones that he made to help continue her training when he couldn't be there because they're split up. Right. During the Clone Wars. Yeah. Does she know these videos so well because she still meditates and she still plays these videos as she's going through as a connection or is this the first time that she's been able to play one of these in decades
0: i think the answer is going to be both and i think that it's like and i don't know this personally yeah but i am aware of this um When someone passes, Mm -hmm. and and we live in this era where you can have videotapes, you have voicemails, voicemails, you have text messages. There was a point in time where she watched these over and over and over and over. Right afterwards. And then she couldn't anymore. And this may be the first time in a very long
1: time. I'm thinking because... I
0: think that you don't lose that sense memory.
1: Because I'm thinking, we know it took a while before she realized what happened to Anakin. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Once she left the Jedi order until the, you know, in Rebels when she
0: yeah, had
1: became, she knew beforehand, but she couldn't admit it and she had to go face to face with it. I'm thinking before then she listened to him. What,
0: until she hit that point.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then this is the first time she's listened to him since yep. they fought in Rebels. This was
0: her time to grieve Yeah, the Anakin she knew. Yes. And to grieve, she couldn't watch them. No. She couldn't do that but they're always in her yeah like she could she doesn't need to watch them to play them out in her exactly brain. yeah
1: you could tell either way she knew these backwards and forwards knew everything he was saying knew exactly yeah. when he was coming to an end knew the yeah. pauses knew exactly how long her training was compared yeah. to the video yeah um But the final episode is great. There's just too much shit packed into it. It's just a lot.
0: Again, there's no time for breathe. There's no No. time to breathe through that Sabine and um, Ahsoka conversation. There's no time to breathe through that moment where Ahsoka looks at these videos. There's no time to really enjoy these weird battles where they're like, they're like on the howlers trying to get on the ship and then ahsoka goes "Sabine, help!" help yeah, and I it's know, like, like okay this is dumb fine but whatever works there's not enough time in this creepy zombie dungeon i know of, it was like, so
1: good i loved the, it so the much
0: fucking, what are they called the, they're they're night troopers i the call them death troopers. troopers but they're night yeah, troopers the night troopers that keep respawning yes like uh, all of this
1: deserved more it did. It deserved two hours. The the you know, the whole, not necessarily the moment of Ahsoka going. You guys go on. You know it's important, but, and I know the whole point is that there wasn't time for them to have this conversation of getting Ezra up onto the ship yeah. and and Sabine refusing to leave Ahsoka. But it's like I'm sorry. The Sabine we've seen this whole series is not going to be able to force push Ezra onto that no. ship. There are a thousand ways you could have gotten him onto that ship. Yeah. I did love the first thing he did was steal uh, Night Trooper armor because that is classic Yeah, Ezra. Honestly, I don't know of yeah. a man who has stolen more Stormtrooper armor in my life <laughs> than Ezra Bridger. I love that.
0: I did love that. I love seeing him at the end. I wanted to have more than a half second to yes. watch... Hera's face.
1: And of course, Chopper is going to know first.
0: Yeah. Chopper's like, I got this. I know um, what this is. Yeah.
1: And then the one time we see <laughs> Balin mm-hmm. standing on, I forget the names, but they're also straight from Lord of the Rings. The two people with their arms up, they have the two a specific two, yeah, name. Yeah, They have a specific name and I'm blanking on it. People are yelling They're not witches. Me. They're
0: like old. whatever. No, no, no. But
1: in, in Lord of the Rings, they have a name oh, with their arms up. Oh, I see. I you. Gotcha. And I just... Arganoth? Okay. I forget. Anyway. But you have... It, it's the Mortis gods. Yes. What the fuck are the Mortis gods doing on this planet? This is a whole big giant this thing. This is where the story needs to go next. The fact that the daughter statue is crumbled, yeah. and we only have the father and the son, and look who just arrived on this planet, yeah. Ahsoka, From who the, the daughter
0: she arrived sacrificed on this herself. Planet.
1: So yeah. is kind of... I really hope that when we
0: get a season two, look at me, yep. I'm putting it out there. Yep. When we get a season two of Sun, I actually don't give a fuck what happens with Ezra and Hera. We know <laughs> but, where that story's exactly. going. Tell me what happens <laughs> I here. I know. I want a game of cat and mouse that lasts five fucking episodes.
1: Because uh, I need- Learning
0: the lore, dude, understanding what's Baylen going on. and
1: Ahsoka fighting each other? We got it twice. I could have it a dozen more times. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not- Fighting with lightsabers. Because remember,
0: too, Sabine's here too. Yes. Shin's here. Yes. There's so much here. Yeah. I just want this constant build and build and build of tension and of learning and understanding lore, and we're yes. all coming together. Yes. And then at the end, everybody fucks. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But also all the fighting. But also, fucking, fucking is fighting. But swords are dicks. I just love
1: that it happens yeah. so often in fighting, but I've never seen it so much in two people fighting with a lightsaber specifically in star wars i've never gotten the sense more yeah than when Balin and ahsoka are fighting that this is not about their lightsabers yeah it's not about their dicks it's it <laughs> is about the chess game that they're playing with yep. each other yeah
0: they're just learning each other
1: it's so good could I have done as much as I love um Hayden Christian coming back here? Could I have done without the Force Ghost Anakin at the end? Sure,
0: yeah, I forgot about
1: that. <laughs> sure,
0: but it's like he's watching over her as yes. she continues this next whatever it is that she's doing. Well,
1: the reason <laughs> the reason I could have done without it is a I again wish they hadn't replaced it with Hayden Christian at the end of Return of the Jedi, that's just me. Um, yeah. But there is something about Shadow Warrior, and mm-hmm. there's something about her time in the World Between Worlds that I like the ambiguity of. Is this Anakin or is this her?
0: Right. Right. Yeah, it is nice.
1: Is this to her just having be a to conversation with her memory? Of Anakin, and this is two parts of she's having the conversation with herself and figuring this out on her own. Or is this force ghost Anakin coming through in between the world between worlds to have this conversation? And I think you could have left that up to the viewer. Yeah. Until you put Force Ghost Anakin at the end of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um,
1: which um, is the main reason. Yeah, I it wish forces he wasn't you there.
0: to go in a certain. Yeah. I, I do appreciate what you're saying. Um, okay, we are well over an hour into this half hour tangent. We were yep. going to do our voices I'm are going to die. I'm Think
1: if there's anything <laughs> yeah. else on my list. What that would I didn't, be? Yeah, uh, your list? parting
0: thought. Your your next note. Your overall feeling. Well, a
1: couple of my notes I can't read because of my handwriting. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, um, got that, uh, got, got the really wanted more from the night troopers, uh, not enough episodes, um, <coughs> and how much the training montages with Sabine were amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think my biggest takeaway was I, well, for, my biggest takeaway is I was a badass awesome bitch, but, <coughs> uh-huh. um, again, that, that ends I would have been okay with Sabine pulling the lightsaber, but all of a sudden throwing Ezra. I really, really wished and would have loved if Sabine, if they had left Sabine, a Jedi, a true Jedi who couldn't do fancy force tricks.
0: Yeah. And maybe they still can yeah i am looking forward to a second season i yes. really want it to be a samurai film yeah i really want this cat and mouse game across this entire planet it's barren deserted it's perfect for it
1: and we have and we have uh, awesome puppies with
0: all of the best animals yeah um more howlers please more howlers um i think of my next puppy is gonna be named toto or what is his <laughs> name
1: i forget what it says i don't remember um
0: but also, if you want a deep, deep dive into Ahsoka, I'm going to recommend podcast because uh-huh. holy shit,
1: it's probably the same podcast I would recommend. These women are
0: amazing. They it's are. House of R, yep. which was part of the Ringerverse. Which if you're not, if you're not aware of the Ringerverse, check that out because they do so much pop culture stuff.
1: Mm, they do, and all their episodes moved over to their own into feed the House, House of, of R. Yeah, so you can find all the Ahsoka and um, Mal <laughs> loves Ahsoka onto a level that I love Ahsoka. Yeah. Um so I truly appreciate. She is able to put into words a lot more of my deep love affair of Ahsoka yeah. into better words than I do.
0: Well, she's a wordser. She's so a wordser. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, she's <laughs> she's able to really, yeah, um, nail down when she talks about how important Ahsoka is to her, almost all those words could be duplicated onto me. That's fair. Um, because this character really is a touchstone of my life and she's becoming more and more every day, like a touchstone of how I view the world yeah, and how I try to move through the world.
0: I can see that.
1: And, um, I love her. So the fact that she's so close to Dave Filoni's heart, um, Again, I love you, Dave Filoni. Please let a few more writers into the room to Yeah. There's a few more of these. It's not um, a idea. But she's she's. I've never feared the love put into creating her because the people who make it, like everyone who surrounds Ahsoka, the character, yeah, means as much. She means as much to them as she does to me. That's fair. I think I can't remember the specific words, but Rosario pointed out um that Ahsoka is one of the few characters that you don't just play Ahsoka and not fundamentally change as a person.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Ashley Eckstein would back her on that. 100% (laughs)
1: Ashley would back her on that.
0: that, Yeah, it definitely does something to you. Um,
1: And as Ashley says, Ahsoka lives in all of us.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's a beautiful way to end. Um, We will be back, hopefully, next week. Should
1: be next week, yes.
0: With season two, episode 14, Hope.
1: I'm glad you remembered that. I I did, and I
0: looked it up. (laughs) while you were talking but we will be back shortly thank you for your patience um as we do our best to breathe um (laughs) it was so
1: bad last week and um, we couldn't we couldn't we weren't even able to come on and record a five minute like no. we won't
0: have an episode we and and look just set to, to show you how big of a sacrifice this whole thing was nixie and i see each other daily yeah while we were ill it was a solid what eight days yeah it was like a week
1: and a half we didn't see each other
0: it was wild and terrible and so we're just happy to be seeing each other again on yes. top of this um and we'll see you guys next week with hope um, until then, you can email us at there's no place like terror at gmail.com.
1: Rebellions are built on hope. Oh. And <laughs> bye. Bye.